Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. What do you do when you're scared? When unbelievers are frightened of the direction our world is heading, you know it's gotten dangerous. Amidst all the fear and confusion, Pastor J.D. reminds us that God works everything together for the good of those who love Him. Don't get swept up in fear. Focus on Jesus. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on September 19th, 2021. I am a bivocational pastor who works as a custodian in our local school district. So I have a first-hand view of what is coming down the pike as far as the dark agenda they are indoctrinating our children with. Our district just enacted a new transgender policy which greatly cripples anyone who may disagree with the policy. Also, as can be imagined, the increasingly godless ideology being taught to little preschoolers right through to graduation is evident in the behavior of those children. Couple this with the emphasis being placed more on feelings than thought or intellect with the social-slash-emotional model being emphasized in our schools, and it seems there is little to no hope for those children. But God has been gracious to me, despite those prevailing conditions, in allowing me wonderful ministry opportunities within that very context from being asked by the principal to pray for him and the school, to being the keynote speaker at the Junior Honor Society banquet, where those very children and their parents were able to hear the gospel, and being interviewed by the principal before the seventh and eighth graders, and him asking me to speak about what I do on the outside as a pastor which I was able again to give the gospel. I say all this to say that yes, things are dark, and it seems as though evil is prevailing, but God has allowed me to pour into lives and speak on His behalf, and minister to people who are very fearful and confused. If I were to try to encourage anyone today, it would be to say, Focus on your mission, one soul at a time. Make a difference and speak the truth in love. Blessings, Pastor Roy Crossroads Community Church, Lancaster, New Hampshire. 
Yeah, praise the Lord, yeah. <laughs> I've been a bivocational pastor two times in my life. That's enough. <laughs> oh, my heart goes out to those guys. Praise the Lord, though. Uh, pastors like that can minister in places that pastors like me cannot. And God uses them, and I praise the Lord for them. Hello, Pastor J.D., and your wonderful church. That would be you, by the way. I am from Kentucky, the middle of nowhere. Kentucky, in fact. <laughs> I was saved August 5th, 2020. Praise God. I am a mother of three and have two daughters, ages 17 and 14, from a previous marriage. Back at the beginning of this summer, their father took them both to get the vaccine and the follow-up shot a month later. He did this without my consent. My oldest was initially sick for about four days after each shot. My youngest had no side effects. On August 29th, while at their dad's house for the weekend, my oldest daughter became incredibly sick. She called me crying hysterically. She had a fever and was coughing up blood clots. My daughter is healthy. I knew in my soul that the only thing that could have caused this was the vaccine. I went directly to my Lord in prayer. I asked for Him to heal her. I thanked Him in advance, just as you suggest. We took my daughter to the emergency room. We even brought one of the clots with us as proof. The emergency room was empty of any other patients. The staff was sitting around joking and laughing. I say this not to speak badly of the staff, but as an example of an emergency room that is not packed with COVID patients. The only PPE the staff wore were masks. They refused to give her a COVID test, stating she did not meet the requirements of COVID, despite the coughing up of blood clots and running a fever. They would not even discuss the possibility of the vaccine causing any of this to happen. They kept asking my child if she smokes. She doesn't. Finally, they took an x-ray to check for growths. When that x-ray came back clean, they gave her a prescription for antibiotics and sent her home. No other tests were run. None of this adds up to the crisis we see on the nightly news. But God, but God, but my glorious God, man, do I have a praise report for you. By the end of the day, my daughter's symptoms were completely gone. No fever or coughing. She was so well that she went to school the next day and has not experienced anything else of the sort. This is a new believer mom from August of last year. How's that one? Hello, Pastor J.D. You asked specifically about people who have experienced the faithfulness of God in recent time, and I felt led to write to you. By the way, uh, just so you know, I narrowed it down to five pages. I have 125 pages. Uh, I thought maybe not today, because, you know, we have a second service. So. <laughs> 
I am a nanny in Los Angeles. And since the vaccine became available for everyone, all agencies and websites where I normally find jobs were requesting the COVID vaccine. In fact, many jobs, that was the first requirement. That's how scared the celebrities, HNW families, are of COVID. My reason for not taking the vaccine was simply because I felt I didn't need it, as I believe I got the virus while in Aspen in December 2019. Also, I didn't like how it was being forced, and people were saying the unvaccinated were putting the vaccinated and others at such a huge risk. On my job search, I heard so many no's, I was losing hope, and also tried doing other jobs that didn't require the COVID vaccine, such as Instacart and food delivery. After many months and countless no's, I finally found a family that was willing to make an exception. I didn't love the job, but I was going to take it. The day before I did the trial at the job, I got a call from an agency that I normally work with, and she said she had a job for me, and the client specifically wants a nanny who is not COVID vaccinated. Oh, it gets better. <laughs> I got the job, and my commute is 10 minutes, which is unheard of in Los Angeles in Honolulu too, but anyway. And I am making more per hour than I previously made in my 17 years. I have more free time, and the family is the kindest that I have ever met. Imagine that. A low-key family living in a small house and paying me way more than the Beverly Hills Malibu families, emphasis added. <laughs> I never expected this, as I thought in North taking the vaccine, I would have to settle for a lower paying job. But the Lord Jesus has provided more than I need. So this is a testimony of when things are darker, the Lord's light shines brighter. Praise the Lord. I wanted to include this one, and I think you'll see why here in a moment. Pastor Farag, I am a family physician and am thankful that my religious exemption was accepted by my employer recently. Since most physicians are now employees of a large system, we have backed ourselves into a corner and are no longer able to speak up for fear of losing our jobs. After hearing your latest update, it has become increasingly clear to me that unvaccinated people will soon have difficulty finding doctors who will treat them. <laughs> For several years, I have felt God calling me to go out on my own. It's a scary thought at this stage of my career, in practice for 22 years now and with kids in school, but you reminded me that if God is calling me to do it, He will provide. Please say a quick prayer for me for wisdom and discernment in this matter. Thank you for speaking the truth. God bless. 
Uh, quick comment. Again, I want to be tempered in my commentary on these, but we need you to do that and step out in faith and trust the Lord and start your own practice because uh, we need a doctor that we can go to that's not going to require us to get this thing. Yes. I'm going to take a step further. This is how I've prayed and what I've thought as I've prayed about this and thought about this in every walk of life. I I want to encourage you, maybe somebody watching online, maybe you're here today, and that's why you're here today, by the way. (laughs) Maybe, could it be that God is calling you to trust Him by faith and start your own business, practice, whatever it is. Hairdressers, uh, online members set up a, uh, she's a hairdresser, set up a, a, her own uh, business in her uh, home in New York. She's uh, booked months in advance. I, I don't need a hairdresser necessarily, but anyway. <laughs> so across the board, every walk of life, you have no idea. And I truly believe that God may call you and use you for such a time as this because of this. So praise the Lord for this doctor. This is anonymous. Pastor Frog, I am one of those who the doctor has refused to see because I refuse to wear a mask, and now it's the vaccine. I was being treated for macular degeneration, and for five years I had been receiving injections in my eyes. In July of 2020, the doctor refused service because I wouldn't wear a mask and no other doctor would see me. So I asked the church I have attended for 30 years to come, anoint me with oil, and pray over me. The whole church came, laid hands on me, and prayed for my healing. We are now in September 2021, and God has performed a miracle for me. Praise His wonderful name. But you know, Pastor, even if He didn't, of course I'm so grateful He did, my trust would still be in my great physician. Jesus, He has never required anything other than believing in Him. He has given all of us faith. Maybe we just needed some help to exercise that faith. Oh, I think this is representative of many. Imagine that. The doctor won't see me. I need a physician. It's like the Lord going, I'm the great physician. Yes, I can heal you. I just want to share this testimony about the exemption letter. I've referred one of my family members to this church to obtain their exemption letter after her pastor declined because he's pro-vaccine. She was at the verge of losing her job or else be vaccinated. She completed the request and received a letter. I received a confirmation this morning that they accepted the exemption letter and she resumed work. Thanks to all your team for the love and support during this time. Please share with the ministry to encourage others that God is still working and providing for us in the midst of the storm. Joshua 1.9. 
this is representative of, well, at last count, I'm told that we sent out over 40,000 religious exemption letters. Yeah. That's the Lord. Only the Lord could do that, right? <laughs> Pastor J.D. Farag, thank you for all your wonderful sermons and really putting me on fire for Christ. The Lord has essentially been preparing me for this journey since 2018. He has slowly and gently been breaking me to make me into the woman I am today. I was stubborn, strong-willed, and pretty bossy, to say the least. I don't know what she's talking about with that, but, but God had another plan for me. Even my husband said, something is different about you. On 7-2-2018, I wrote God a letter stating, I surrender my life to you. Take me where you desire. Wherever your will and purpose for my life is, I will follow. That's a very dangerous prayer, by the way. I was a professed Christian for 30 plus years and never read the entire Bible. But God started giving me ears to hear, eyes to see, and a heart to receive. Your sermons were directly lining up with the scripture I was reading, and it was like a light had been lit that I had never seen before. Through this entire journey, the Lord has been teaching me surrender, submission, and obedience. Then my employer mandated the vax and or weekly testing. I was saddened, but I said, okay, Lord, take me where you want me. And he started opening doors in the community for little jobs everywhere, and I became confident to take the leap of faith. I wrote my employer and explained that I could not bow down to the authoritarian mandate of vaccine or testing, because I only serve my Lord Jesus Christ. I requested a religious accommodation and prayed, Lord, if you want me to move forward, then close the door and I will move. If you want me to stay, then you will create a way to stay. I began to read Daniel 1 through 3 in my Bible study group during my lunch break on 9-13-21, and saw that Daniel, and she, I like this, uses the Hebrew names, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, were all protected by God's favor for following the Lord. I was at perfect peace that if I lost my job, the Lord would provide. And then the Lord seemed to say, watch me now. <laughs> I like that one. I returned to work after lunch on 9-13 to find an email from my employer stating, your religious accommodation has been approved and you will not need to partake in testing or vaccination. All I can say is, wow God. And now I continue to serve my father with great expectation of his return while doing the continuing work of bringing others to Christ. As only the Lord can. This is from Regina, again, I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly, my employer. 
Kaiser Permanente Regional Office, Pasadena, California, accepted the exemption letter from J.D. Farag. I am so relieved. I am now required to submit weekly COVID-19 saliva tests in order to work in the building. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, J.D., and thank you, staff, too, by the way, all of you. This is from Carrie. I am a nurse at Vanderbilt in Middle Tennessee, where vaccine has been mandated. I submitted my religious exemption, and it was accepted seven days later. God also brought me through COVID into recovery. Got to give Him all the praise and glory. Pastor J.D., I'm watching the video where you're talking about the effects of the vaccine on those who got it who were exposed. Well, I'm one too. I want you to listen very carefully now to these. I have not been vaccinated with the COVID-19 vaccine. I am 39 and in excellent health. We eat very healthy, work out six days a week, and have no serious chronic health issues that would affect me in this way. After being exposed to vaccinated people, I have had crippling menstrual cycles, passing huge clots. They've been lasting 13 days, breaking for seven days, then another 13 days of heavy bleeding. My doctor has brushed it off as natural, but I do not accept that. This has been happening for eight months. I now take iron supplements because I became anemic from this. I am not anti-vaccine. All our children are vaccinated, save this one. We choose to say no. This is another one along those lines. Pastor Frog, I'm a Bowen therapist, aka licensed massage therapist in the state of Washington. I just led a 104-year-old client to Jesus one week before she went home to be with Jesus. <laughs> she was quite healthy until she got the COVID jab, 104 years old. So blessed to be able to lead her to truth before she passed. But this is not why I'm writing. I'm writing because I've been working in close proximity with my clients. My work is close on, so working barely on skin and mostly over clothing those who have been vaccinated. I had COVID in December and never really felt any effects from having COVID. My case was very mild because I take the vitamins and all the healthy things I needed to do in order to have a mild case. God was definitely good to me. After my clients started to get the vaccine in eastern Washington, I started having miscellaneous medical symptoms. I'm very healthy for 62. I'm on zero prescription medications for any health conditions. Thanks for joining us for this special Mideast Prophecy Update edition of In Spirit and Truth. We understand how important it is to know what God's Word says, especially in our world today. 
All around us, we see violence and despair running seemingly unchecked. We do what we can to alleviate these crises we encounter, but all the while we know evil is waiting right around the corner. The Bible tells us that Jesus will return one day and finally wipe the enemy's influence from the face of the earth forever. This event is closer than we may think, and it's important to know what to expect. The prophecies we read in the Bible can be confusing, but they do provide us with clues as to what we'll see unfolding in our world as we near the return of our King. Each week in the Mideast Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. takes a look at the current events happening around the globe and holds them up to the lens of God's Word. He shares what God reveals to him with you each week. This information is not meant to scare you, but rather to inspire you to take the gospel message out into the world. Every person needs to have the chance to meet Jesus before he returns and to know what his love and grace can do for them. These Mid-East Prophecy Updates are available to you on our YouTube channel as well or through our mobile app. Visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com to find links to both. Thanks for listening today and be sure to join us for the next update right here on In Spirit and Truth.